news on the internet was like setting up a sequel. But the thing is, I think it's just a coincidence because maybe that's what you and I should do. We should do National Lampoon's The Vampire Happening. And it'll be, 19, it'll be 2022 or whatever it is. Right. Good. The year 2022. Overpopulation has made food scarce. No, just kidding. Here's a vampire. <laughs> and we'll, we got to have, like, all the characters. Like, Joseph is a very old man. and um, Oh, yeah. I got to continue the story. The son of the teacher. You know, this is back when you could shoot at the. Uh, this is nine eleven, pre nine eleven, Carl. Did you could yeah. shoot at the Transylvania Airport? Now look, they've shipped her off to the United States, and they're sad. But for I don't understand this plot. The it's like a bus will show up, and the thing is, be like, I'm staying with you guys. But the thing is, is never not gonna stay with them. You know, there she is. And we have a happy, yay ending. He's not going to tell her he's been sleeping with a vampire that looked like her? <laughs> well, that was only one time. Hey, Merry Christmas, uh, Christmas tree. Great shot, director. Yeah, oh, I know. Way to really exciting floor. Look, they're using the floor finally. Rough to see the wizard. It's the Christmas song. It's Oh, Christmas Tree. Why? Because it's Christmas, they have a tree. Oh, right now? Yeah, that's what he's playing on the thing. It should it should oh. be Welcome to the Jungle. And she should she come out with a little piece of hay in her mouth when they land in Los Angeles. It'll be, it will be in uh, National Lampoons. Right, she comes out of her coffin with a, a piece of hay in her mouth. Like, <laughs> like she's Axel Rose coming out of the Greyhound. Now look how she's a famous lady, famous actress. And everyone's like waiting Betty. to say hello to her. They were the, wait a minute, how did she get out of the casket? I don't know. I don't know. And Larry Bud Melman. There she is, the most famous porn star. It makes no sense. Hey, porn star. Hey, I have a sign with your name on it. Does it say hello? He goes no. to bite, give a kiss. No, she's biting his neck. Movie's wow, over. Like the end of Omen. is it? Or is it? It is. All right. Wow. But now Carl, a trailer what? will play. A trailer will play. For the, the sequel? Over. No, no. Just the trailer. I oh, don't the know trailer. They well, the hey, I, wonder, I wonder if I should see Vampire happening again. <laughs> the whole trailer kind of convinces me to remember that scene. Uh -oh. <laughs> Carl, what do you think of this movie? And this movie was not good. I thought that uh, it was good for your show. I thought she was really pretty, and she threw it away. You know, she had a tragic story, and uh, it was good for your show. I would not recommend this to just watch alone. I think the movie to watch of this guy is the Harry Nielsen one. Uh, All right, yeah, check it out, buddies. The uh, Hollywood Vampires, Harry Nielsen and Ringo Starr. No, John Lennon, right? No John Lennon. Oh, no John Lennon. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I when I went to look up this movie on YouTube, there was another horror buff who uh, did a 20-minute video about this movie that came out a month ago. So uh, it's known, I'm, you know, I and uh, I'm glad I right. saw it. 
Yeah. I'm glad to see boobies on YouTube, right? Well, nothing wrong with that, I guess. There was total boobies in this film, and that was my big joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was terrible. I can, I really was. I, I'm glad, you know. But you know, you're into vampires and you're 14. You can't go wrong. I guess. Right. And if yeah. you're into titties and you're 14, and there is no internet porn. Right. That's right. There's none. Well, then you, this is you the, the movie to stay. Yeah. Look at this trailer showing. Anyway. Uh. Well, that was it. I'm done with this movie. Vampire happening. It ain't happening. Carl. Next week we're gonna watch a different movie. A yeah. horror movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, as you know, the premise of our film, of our podcast, is that these are movies that I read about, and now I have a chance to watch them on YouTube. And this movie is, I read about in the Psychotronic, uh, I have it right here, Psychotronic Video Guide, Michael Hawkins' uh -huh. book, House 4, Home, Deadly Home, uh, which was oh. listed. I didn't even realize it. It's uh, Deadly it's, Home. Will we have a trailer? I could do it. Okay. But yeah, let's see. House. H-O-U-S-E-4. Right. And then it's Home Sweet Home, right? Home Deadly Home. What? I think yeah. the writer's fucked up there. Home Sweet Home is the expression, right? No, it's Home, home Deadly Home is a movie. Sweet Home. No, okay, I'm sure I that's a mistake. I, the writer's well, actually, I got I do see Home uh, House for the Repossession original trailer. Uh oh. So is this one is called uh, Repossession. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure that's a, like another YouTube video. It's a minute fifty one. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. With nineteen ninety two, what year? It is nineteen ninety two. It is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm queuing it. I'm hitting pause. I'm sliding to zero, zero, zero. All right. Me too. The repossession. All right, Middlesex. Let's you count want it down. Count it down. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Oh, definitely a house. Oh, I love that 70 star already. It's William Kitt from. Greatest American Hero yeah. in Long Wednesday. With his great curly hair. He was in the, the original House movie in uh -huh. 1986. With the doctor who is grouchy. Yeah, right. House. <laughs> House of D. <laughs> Four. Season. Yeah, he was a comedic actor, right? But after House, everyone's like, oh, he's a serious actor. <laughs> yes. And Hugh I Laurie. think he, he was, um, yeah, he was on with, um, we mentioned Rowan Atkinson in Black Adder. He was part of that. Wow, yeah, there was a dog with a lampshade on? Yeah, it's like a lot of Freddy Krueger type of tricks. Okay, this is going to be a wreck. Train wreck. Ew, ew. Oh, are we gonna watch this? Well, I didn't really. Watch. Of course, I'm gonna do it. But I mean, I read about this. I didn't realize it was like. Wow, this is a roller coaster. Huh? I know it's. We're only a minute and a half into it. Ooh, oh, look, the house. Ooh, that must be the budget. ending. That's the ending scene, right? The house must blows be. up. Yeah, it's and then the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man shows up. Yeah, right. House. 
House IV. House. I like it's, I, you know, in medical, an IV unit. Yeah, they misspelled MD. <laughs> All right, well, that's Ellen. That's our next week's film, uh, House 4. Uh, before we go, Carl, a little fast uh, housekeeping. Yeah. Two weeks ago, I introduced the movie Seven Chances. And if you listen to the show, which you probably did in February, I kept saying it was starring Harold Lloyd. Obviously, when we did this film, and just obviously in real life, it was, of course, the great Buster Keaton. <laughs> I'm sorry for the mistake. I listened to it, and I laugh. It's very embarrassing. I mistook him for Harold Lloyd because I find Harold Lloyd funnier, and I really like that movie. <laughs> so it's just, it's my subconscious, I swapped it out. Mm. Also, there was a bunch of other Christmas movies that we didn't cover in our Christmas Day film, and uh, the recording of Going Bananas has been uh, reposted. So if you go to our archive, uh, whether you're following us on your uh, podcast or if you go to mediaradio.fm, Podcast Archives, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Uh, take a look for February 7th, 2021. That is a full un, the full version of Going Bananas. Yeah. Uh, one of our favorite movies. Yeah, it's well worth the listen. Yeah. Especially when the scorpions are on his face. You got to stay for the scorpions on the boy's face. That's That makes the whole thing. And it's, look, it's not monkey friends, okay? It's not monkey friends. This is monkey business. It's not called Monkey Friends. <laughs> In this business, they call Monkey. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you know, speaking of Monkey Business, that has been our show. Carl, thank you so much for watching this movie three times. Thank you for the research. It was some really great stories. Happy to do it. Yeah. The it's actors me, yeah. sound more interesting than the actual film. Yeah. Uh, audience, we thank you. We thank you for subscribing to us and uh, listening to Mimi Radio and uh, following our YouTube channel at LWFLM and uh, <laughs> our Facebook page. Let's watch a full night movie on YouTube and our blog spot, which I haven't updated this entire year of, of the quarantine. So that's been our show. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, bye. Boom. 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 <laughs> Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike. Yeah. You can't say Michael. Mike Beagle, It's been almost 11 months. <laughs> Commandeered. Oh, what does that even mean? Bye, Michael. Hey, I do say Michael. That's right. I had to because of Michael Spiegel. Michael Spiegel. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> All right, well. Spiegel? Michael? Michael? What? Spiegel? What? <laughs> it was around. Okay. All right. Hey, that was great. I'm going to stop recording. Perfect. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length. Move.
German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French, not the. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. All right, all right, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is the House of Pride show coming at you live from San Francisco with your host here, Twiki Turner. How is everyone doing? We have a great show for you today. We have the top 10 countdown coming up right now. Uh, it includes two debuts this week. Super excited, so stay tuned for that. Uh, tell your friends to listen in. You might want to put your dancing shoes on because there's some hot numbers in the top 10. Uh, and a new number one, folks, so uh, stay tuned all the way to the new b number one position coming at you. Uh, we also have an interview coming up uh, in just five minutes with producer, remixer John Keenan. He's been working with Christine W. We're going to hear all about it. Now, if you want the full top 20 countdown, all you have to do is come to our House of Pride radio page here on Facebook. Uh, just Google it. It should come up. Full top 20 is listed out. It's already out. And then be sure to like us here on House Pride Radio, San Francisco. Here we go, number 10. It is Prisoner, down two notches. It was a former number one, Miley Cyrus, featuring Dua Lipa. This is the Dirty Disco Remix. Check it out.
John, can you hear me? I can hear you great. And I can hear you too. Welcome to House of Pride Radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with John Charles Keenan, producer, remixer. So super excited to have you. Uh, how are you doing today? Thank you for – I'm doing good. I, I'm really, really happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Well, awesome. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, Christine W. has been doing great on our Top 20 countdown recently, first with um, uh, I Can't Take No More, and now uh, with No One, both of which you produced. Can you tell us how the two of you uh, s got to dance together like this? Well, you know, it was actually through a mutual friend, uh, a mutual friend, Paul Brewer. Oh, uh, yes. Hey, Paul, shout out. Yes, uh, Paul. Paul and I were, were sitting in my studio, um, and Paul had this idea. You know, we should redo Barracuda. be a really cool idea, you know, and, and Christine would be, like, awesome for us. So he uh, gave Christine a jingle, and she loved the idea, and uh, Paul said, John, start going. So I just started making stuff. And, uh, you know, a little while later, we had Barracuda, which is on her, her record as well. And then Christine just kept calling me up. Hey, let's do another track. Do this. Uh, do that. And, and she was she was so cool to work with. And uh, and I will say such a trooper. Uh, she lives in Las Vegas, and I live in Phoenix. And I remember one particular time when we were doing some vocals, she literally hopped in her car, drove directly from Vegas to Phoenix, where I live, which is about a four-and-a-half-hour drive. She got here sat down for five minutes, got a drink of water, jumped in my recording studio, started recording vocals, finished the vocals, got a quick glass of water, and drove four and a half hours home, all in one day. <laughs> that's a professional. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, I got to hand it to her. You, no one can pick on her. She's, she's, she's tough. So I was, I was impressed. Because not a lot of people could do that and, you know, and still sound good, you know? Yeah. She still sounded good. So that was fun. And so uh, Barracuda was the first uh, collaboration, and then because of its success, did you dis all decide to keep on going with the party? You know, uh, she must have. I'd like to say that, you know, I was always happy to work with someone like Christine. You know, she's a, a, a legend uh, in, the, in the dance world and more, and, and I thought, uh, you know, any opportunity I would, of course, jump at it. And uh, she did, ha you know, provide me with more opportunities. Um, the uh, uh, Can't Take No More uh, came up, and I, I did some work on that track. And I made sure that with Barracuda, I had kind of come across this sound where I had hybridized a bit of that. I mean, Barracuda is a, a late 70s rock song. Yeah, by heart. So it's like you have to, yeah, and you have to pay some homage to that. So I had to give it a little bit of a rock feel. Not too much. It's still a dance track. But I wanted to pay some homage to, you know, to the original. So I, I it, for that song, I brought in a, a friend who's a guitar player and had him, hey, play some Barracuda. And he's a fan. His name's uh, Eric Miller. He's a fantastic guitar player. The guy, he's actually a flamenco player. Um, rock is easy for him. So he came in and, you know, put on his rock hat for the day and, you know, did the Barracuda impression. And of course, I mixed that in the track a little bit um, as I didn't want it to be dominant because it's still a dance track. You know, you still got to shake your bun bun a little bit. Yeah. So, you got to have your tail feather wiggling a little. So, <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> so I was, you know, I mixed it in a little bit, and that was kind of a debate for me, a bit of a push and pull. How dominant do you make that guitar with the rest of the dance tracks that I play? Right. How do you keep uh, the aesthetic of Clubland instilled w- while adding that element? That's important. That's a in, an important executive decision. Exactly. Yeah. So it what did what did you pull. decide on that? Um, I I pulled the guitars back a little bit. I let the dance be prominent. Even though it was like, you know, it's tempting, you know, I could easily do another version that, that felt way more, you know, guitar make the, you know, the Ozzy Osbourne sign, you know, we could do a version like that. It'd be real easy to do. Yeah. Um, but then with these other songs, like Can't Take No More and No One, um, I decided to keep some elements of that, a little bit of bite, a little bit of edge I in heard the it. dance tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely hear it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now, there are no guitars in those songs. Those are different synths that I've played and run through different things to distort them and dirty it all up. But it still has that feeling, that little bit of edge uh, feeling blended with, you know, something that, that makes you shake a little bit, right? Yeah. So, you know, I happily love doing stuff like that. I love a little bit of edge. And I was I was really pleasantly pleased to see Christine's response to it. Like, hey, she, she enjoyed that edge. Um, and she thought it was really cool, and keep doing that. Go with that. Just do what you do. I'm like, awesome. I'm enjoying this new little little edgy sound. Like, it, it feels like an, a bit of rock in with the dance, even though with the most recent two songs, it technically isn't anyone on a rock guitar, but it still has that feeling, that, um, uh, uh, you know, that just a little bit of edge, a little bit of dirt. Yeah. Well, listen, let's um, see if we can check out Barracuda here. That's the one. Let's have a listen. Christine really delivered the goods on those vocals. Oh, I know. I kept kidding her. Like, you know what? The microphones and the preamps and all the toys in the studio are slightly smoking. Yeah. And she was just like, I mean, whoa, it was just it was, it was so much fun, and she had so much power. We, we, g- we, got, the, we got the folks in the green room ex- excited to that. Can I get a little noise in the green room, guys? <laughs> all right. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, good job. So uh, – so, so that's really cool. So you carried some of the elements over into the new uh, releases that are actually charting on the Pride Top 20 right now. Can't wait to hear. We have one of hers coming up. Uh, now, is this a n- was this a new direction for you as a producer, or have you been in uh, incorporating like guitar licks and riffs uh, in other productions as well? You know, it's somewhat of a new direction. Oh, um, very cool. I've been a producer all my life, so I it's not like I've never dealt with guitars. I'm originally from Seattle. But 
you know, I'm used to guitars. I, I do projects, and I'm familiar with it. I've recorded pretty much everything there is to record when it comes to sounds and types and all that stuff. But in terms of blend, and the, the precise way that I'm blending the edge and the bite, and you know, I don't know how to say a little bit of a little bit of black leather in with it, you know? Yeah. How, how, and black leather, okay. Awesome. Yeah. All well, right, John. You know, just a little bit. Well, Get your kinky on. <laughs> well, you know, just a little bit. And uh, the way that that precise sound—that's that's that's a that's a new thing for me. I haven't done that before. Very and I'm just cool. so pleased that you know, of all people, Christine really pulls it off. She I really mean, can own it. Queen of Clublandia, you're working with. Yeah, she's so so great to work with too. She makes it easy to produce when someone knows what they're doing at that level, and has that kind of knowledge and experience. It just makes producing the record so much easier because everything sounds good with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. how how did let's go back a little bit. How did you find your way into the doorway of producing dance music? Wow, how did I get into that? Yeah. Well, I, well, I've I've always loved dance, and and like to to express who I am originally, as a as a kid in high school, you know, going back in the day <coughs> a little bit, I was a huge fan of Depeche Mode, right? Yeah. Big fan of Depeche Mode. I loved all that stuff. A little bit of a darker edge. Oh, it's cool, right? Totally cool. Well, so I've always had a bit of that in me that I naturally like. Um, and I've, you know, any dance remix of Depeche Mode throughout my whole life, oh, gotta have it, you know? They used to have this thing called the Bong series. I was like, Bong 17, or whatever the number was, and it had some weird remix of some song in it. So I've always loved those things. Um, and then, well, there was several people. Not only was it Paul, who helped get me a, a lot of exposure, being Paul Brewer, but it was also another mutual friend who Paul Brewer also introduced me to, uh, the name Mark Picciotti. Oh, yeah, in Chicago, no. Yep. Well, he lives here in Phoenix, uh, not too far from me now. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Mark and I work together all the time. Matter of fact, I was just finishing up a mix and mastering a track for him today. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, in, his, in his record label, um, that particular record is on uh, uh, signed on 54 Records. Um, I think it's a Studio 54 or is it 54 Records? I forget. He's got so many things signed right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, you know, Working with Mark, he really helped me hone my skills because I've always been the guy who was more the pop radio guy in terms of production. He helped me hone my skills in doing the remixes, and Mark helped me take a few steps forward that I needed, somebody who could show me the, the finer points, and we've become a great team, Mark and I. We do a lot of work together on various different projects, and... Uh, uh, you know, Mark and, and Dan, they're two great friends of, of mine, and, and I'm I'm thrilled to have wor worked with them, and I and we constantly do. And, and Paul, I haven't seen Paul in a little while. We've got to get Paul back in the studio. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, definitely. I think you guys are talking about working with, uh, you know, a nice tribute to Amer the, the late Mary Wilson, who just recently passed away. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's that's true. I didn't know I could speak of that. Oh, but yeah. it turns out I, I, I can. Okay, so. Paul's already spilled the beans, so yes, that is that is something that's coming for sure. Well, uh, I think a lot of people are going to be paying tribute, don't you? I mean, she was such an inspiration. Oh, yeah. You know, and I have my own, and we all have our own Mary stories, you yeah. know, which will be fun to share, and some of them are a bit self-deprecating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true. So oh, I you know, you know, I know where I remember my one of my first uh, exposures to your brand, John, 
Uh, why don't you, you were involved with the um, Jessica Sanchez project, uh, Stronger Together. Oh yeah, I was. That was a good. That was a good tune. That was that. Was that two years ago or one year ago? I can't remember. It wasn't too long I ago. Think it was, uh, two years ago or so, right in there. Yeah. It's hard to tell time, you know. There's a year that sort of just went <laughs> went on by. <laughs> so I, my timing's all off, you know. But but roughly two years ago. Yeah. And that was yeah. uh, I think that was a Paul Brewer thing. I can't remember who. Some of the times there's people in the in the middle of all this, and people hand you projects, and some of the times I forget who handed them to me. I don't remember. Uh, I, I know. I don't know. I, I know. I saw it on Billboard. Citrusonic was the promoter in L.A. I remember that. But uh, gotcha. it was on my charts. Good song. Good project. I remember you there. Uh, so how did you? Were you always like a uh, musically inclined as a child, or were your parents musicians? How did you, um, you know, get into the musical aspect of it? Well, it for my family, it skipped a generation. As in, I had. Two grandfathers who were very musical. Um, one played the drums. Uh, another grandfather played the trumpet and the sax, and you know, back in in those times. Then I go to my immediate family. My immediate parents like nothing. You know, they like music, but like, you know, <laughs> just not their thing. But then along comes me, and I'm the kid in class, right, who would figure out how to move the, the take his pencil, and scoot the paper on on the hollow desk and hit the, with the pencil on the paper, get a snare, and then hit the palm of my hand on the hollow deck and get a kick drum, right? Half the class just thought I was the coolest guy on the planet. The other half wanted to kill me. <laughs> and <clears throat> so, you know, I, and I just couldn't help it. I found that I remembered things easily by thinking of them rhythmically, or I learned later melodically. If I, uh, uh, if I just read a book and I just read it very deadpan, Without much expression, I will remember half of it at best. But if I read it and I have to remember this key point or this key element, if I sing a melody to it or tap a rhythm to it, I always remember it. It's just how my mind works, I think. That's so, cool. So musically inclined, yeah, I bang on anything to make a cool noise. <laughs> <laughs> drums, drums were my first instrument, and then I got into playing keyboards, and then I can sing some too. I don't know if anyone would to hear me sing, but I can do it. I sing background on a lot of tracks. They just don't know it's me. You just you're just quietly thickening things and you know telling people to sing this. Or if I was working with Mary as an example, I'm tapping on a keyboard and singing a note to her. It's try this harmony, and I'm playing it on the keys and singing it to her. But you know, I'm better behind the scenes than I am in front. You know, not to yeah. make myself sound right. bad, but that's. <laughs> I, I tend to feel more comfortable there. Uh, um, and yeah, and, I, and you, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but you told me that, you, I, I believe you told me you were, you teach, you have students. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Tell us, can you tell us where you, you uh, teach? Or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go, go for it. Uh, Shout out. Here in Arizona, in Arizona, uh, I teach uh, at Paradise Valley Community College. Um, and I certify people, I'm a certified Pro Tools trainer. All right. And I can certify people in the software. Um, I teach, so I teach, I certify people, it takes two semesters. Um, I teach people that. I give private lessons. I teach um, advanced audio mixing techniques. Uh, and I teach live sound. So I, I've been around music my whole life. I would say, like, for the longest time, I used to be able to say, oh, I have never really had a real job, you know. But now I kind of, now I kind of do. Something, um, you, so something I, you love. Well, it's something that I can teach without 
having to think. It's where the life experience has added up so much where all the questions they want to know, it's like, well, I've had that experience, or I understand how to use that piece of equipment, or I've done it. Or if I have it, I know somebody who will get them on the phone, you know? Yeah. So it, it just became easy, and things that are easy tend to be something you want to do more of and repeat. And that's where I fell into it. I love teaching. Yeah. Hey, there you go, folks. Uh, so if you want to take a class with John, join up at the community college. Where, yeah. can, where can folks go to follow you, John? Um, well, they can find me in several places. Of course, you can find me at uh, – uh, now, it has to be the right one. I have to be careful with this. There's another John Keenan out there that isn't me. So i got to make uh, – let's see. What's the best way to go if I go to my, my Facebook page? Look for John Charles Keenan. You'll see a picture of me. I'm a blonde guy wearing a black shirt. You'll see my studio in the background if you go to Facebook. You can also find me on uh, Instagram. Um, you can also uh, – Twitter. I have to admit, I'm not so great at always keeping up on social media. I have to get better with that. Mark Picciotti's always, always kicking me on that. You've got to get out and push more. And I know, I know. I'm just such a studio guy. I love to come and create and feel inspired in the studio. And my goal is to help other people feel inspired, whether it's inspired for them to make music or it's feel inspired while listening to it. Make them feel something. And, and that's just exciting to me. So I love to live in the studio. You know, and it, yeah, I, what I need is my own personal, you know, person who just does all the all that all the internet stuff for me. That's what I need. Isn't that what we all need, actually? Huh? Yeah, PR <laughs> assistant. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, yeah. Hey, so your mix is the next song on our countdown at Ooh. number nine. Uh, can you do the honors for us and announce it? Uh, it's uh, you, no one, the GW. All right. Go ahead. All right. Thank you. Well, this is this is John Keenan. I did this mix by Christine W. and the song No One. Enjoy. Yeah, this is one of our two debuts this week on the Pride Top 10 Countdown. In, and John, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We'll stay in touch, okay? Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Tell me.
Sean Perry? I am full and content like a bear. <laughs> a bear is exactly what you are right now. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm the thinner version of a bear. So you hear that, producers? He's he's plump and ready for your bear DJ uh, <laughs> <laughs> summer. I can bring the bear necessities, baby. <laughs> summer party. <laughs> Ready to go. Speaking of which, you have a, a, a fabulous gig this Saturday. Why don't you tell us all about it? Oh, my God, yes. So I am one of three DJs. It's going to be me and DJ Bill Romano from Italy and Pumpkin Spice from San Francisco. And we are DJing Evan Jason Presents the Ascend Party. And this is a 100% donation-based event where most proceeds will directly benefit the artists involved. And oh, uh, good. Uh, so it supports the DJs, the dancers, produ production partners that all make it possible. So getting access and donating, donating to Ascend is quick and easy. So you can visit evanjsun.com on February 27th and join the event via Zoom or Twitch. That's right, and folks, check out the links on Facebook, on Sean's page, on Evan's page. They're all all, all over the place. And oh, yeah. Be sure to get ready to party. Uh, are you going to play any songs from our Top 20 Countdown? 
Uh, absolutely, I do have some. There's so many good ones this week, Sean. There's two new debuts, one of which we just played before you came on. The new Christine W. song, No One. Oh, nice, nice. I don't have that one yet. Oh, well, you, you must download it. Okay, okay. All right, well, here we are. We have to keep on going on our top ten countdown. Why don't you do the honors? So wh where are we at, number five? Yeah. Okay, number five is free. Five. Now you're looking at the old chart, honey. You're looking at last week. I'll, 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 uh, let me just do this one and then we'll, we'll, we'll get you catched up. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to do it. In at number eight this week is I Feel It Slipping Away by Rosala. Sean, do the next one. I think I gave you the wrong one to do, so sorry. <laughs> Actually, I think I got it.
Yes, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we have a surprise guest on our show. Uh, it is the one and only Matt Consola from Swishcraft uh, Label, based now in Oregon. How are you? I'm doing great. How's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you guys yeah. doing out there? It's um, cold and snowy, but we're hanging in there. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So, listen, we're out... Where we're at in the countdown right now is your song is the next one up. Uh, it's a co-production. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, well, the original track, well, we originally released this track nine years ago. It was one of the first uh, Swishcraft releases. And then when uh, the big uh, Fleetwood Mac Dreams uh, TikTok uh, was blowing up several months ago, we thought it would be a good time to re-release it with a new couple new mixes and we had a Division 4 and Mac and Sola mix, a Testo mix, and a Dirty Disco uh, main room mix. Awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fierce. Uh, uh, so why don't you do the honors uh, in at uh, number uh, seven on the chart. Go ahead. Number seven on the chart, it is Dreams 2021 by Sal Ruiz featuring Matt Albert. All right, folks, you heard it right here. Thank you. It's always a pleasure talking to you, Matt. We'll talk to you again, all right? Thank you. Have a great night.
number six. All right, by Girl Group Kata.
Yeah, I'm here. I like the sound of it. Sounds pretty cool. Pretty hip. I like that. I do. Number four this week, it is All For You by Jason Walker.
thank you, honey. I love that. Give it all to you. All to me. Give it to me. No. <laughs> Perfect. Because I feel like we're all free to live your life. Free to live your life indeed. Ultra Nate coming at us, ladies and gentlemen. Up three big notches, too, to number three. This is the 2021 remixes, Sean Perry. Fabulous. Let's have a listen. Yeah, this is a must-have in my repertoire while DJing. See if you guys agree. Check it out.
All right, all right, DJ Sean Perry is still with me. Where are we at, honey? I think we're where are we at on the countdown. Getting close. Up to number two. Number two. It is Fever with Dua Lipa featuring Angel. Ooh, that's a hot one, baby. Yes, girl. <laughs> I can't take the heat. Are you ready? Oh, burn it up. Burn All it right, up. here we go.
DJ Sean Perry, we're at that coveted moment. My God, number one, number one, it's your girl. I mean, what an accomplishment this year for the one and only, the legendary Miss Sarah Dash. Absolutely. I'm actually really loving this song. I mean, it's, it, it's already number one on Mass Top 50, Mass Main Top 50, and now number one on Kings of Spin Top 30. And where we're at on our countdown, Sean? We are number one. Sarah Dash is Spinner Man. Awesome. Congratulations, Sarah Dash. Team Sarah Dash. We're going to go out with are our countdown playing? with the Dirty Disco Remix. This is the classic we, the classic we work remix by Dirty Disco, Sean. Okay. This is a must-have, baby. I'm going to send it to you if you don't have it. Check it out. Actually, I have it.
There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Number one song this week on the Pride Top 10 countdown is the one and only, the legend herself, Miss Sarah Dash and Cinnamon. Love that remix. I love doing this, too. Thank you. Oh, thank you. All the remixes are good. I do shout out to Leo Frappier's remix and C-Dub's remix as well. Absolutely. Folks, this is the promo only, so if you need a copy, if you have a DJ set coming up, if you're in the business or you just want to hear it in your collection, so private message me or Mark of Dirty Disco, Mark D. Lang. You guys know him. And we have the copies. We'll send it to you, okay? Awesome. So, Sean, tell us one more time. that Your DJ gig this Saturday, where can folks go to uh, click and listen? Oh, my God. So you can go and check out Evan Jason's Facebook page, and you will have links to Zoom and to Twitch TV. And party starts at 9 p.m. with me and from Italy and pumpkin spice from San Francisco. You can check it out all from like 9 p.m. until like 12.30 in the morning. Awesome. All right. Yay. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> so, folks, that completes another um, countdown here live on uh, Mutiny Radio, House of Pride Radio here in San Francisco. If you missed any of the countdown, it'll be posted on our Facebook page uh, tomorrow, or actually probably later tonight, so please like House of Pride Radio on Facebook, please like our page, and come on and check out all of the podcasts that are uh, listed there, and our interviews with Christine W., Otra Nate, uh, even Sarah Dash has been on the show recently, so do check it out. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Chiwika. See you later. Bye-bye. Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a paddle? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them on their own two hands. My name is Wonia Kibo of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth 
and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Ball, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead tassels? Well, shoot, from time to time, I just need a little funny too. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Now, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dear, before they tell you how to get improvement. No way. What is this dang snabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radio. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radio. Yay! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Francisco, what are you doing this week? Come join Mutiny Radio Presents for four different comedy shows supporting local businesses in the Mission District and beyond. On Sunday, join us in the Tenderloin at Resolute Wine Bar, 678 Geary, for Barrel of Laughs at Resolute, an amazing comedy show with the best wines curated by Resolute. On Wednesdays, join us at Asiento at and 21st and Bryant for dinner and a show at Asiento. Delicious tapas, incredible drinks, hilarious comedy Wednesday nights at 7.30. On Fridays at 7 o'clock, join us outside mutinyradio.fm here at 21st and Florida, 7 o'clock for outdoor comedy, socially distanced in the street. And Saturdays, join us at Atlas Cafe SF at 20th in Alabama for Titans of Comedy every Saturday at 2 o'clock. Hey, keep supporting local businesses and comedy here in San Francisco with your friends at Mutiny Radio. 
St. Valentine's Day Mascara. Streaming live on Facebook, Sunday, February 14th, 11 a.m. An international affair, hosted by Ms. Noir. Do you crave a permanent husband? Are you longing for some lecherous marriage? Is it seduction from a foreign planet that you're seeking? Or would you rather be ravaged by a woman and bride? Care to lengthen your voyeuristic gratification with this lyrical little poem? Or could this poem contain this movie with me? To an allegorical adultery. Why not slate your literary lessons with listeners one on one? St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara, 14th of February 2021, 11am PST, Facebook Live. A date for everyone, hosted by Ms. Noir. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava treasure. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission a leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you, jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff? Talk to Under. Go to skinonskins.com. That's S-K-I-N-O-N-S-K-I-N-S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. Go put the zipper back in. Talk to under at skinonskins.com at 20th and Mission. Check him out at skinonskins.com.
My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. FEVTBC E5 I equals the letter to be naught by the seven scoreward carriage space that upward scope shifted shift to and I'd rather be writing letters to Ackworth P and to do so requires only a ledge of measuring the accompaniment of text, speech, graphics, rest, response headers, double gum in the gutter page of your favorite notebook, and a winning lottery ticket from the fairground you keep in a box of Square. It's Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Um, I've uh, fulfilled all my obligations and uh, done all I need to do. And uh, nothing else is required of me. So here I am. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been here. 
Yeah, this week, uh, but I swear it's the uh, fourth and final uh, Tuesday of uh, February of Black History Month, and uh, uh, going strong. It's you know I could do this for uh, months, but um, we I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, did I tell you that Lent was uh, started? Yeah, so I'm a weekend, and I'm, uh, of course, by the sound of it. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, <coughs> walking a little taller. I'm walking a little softer. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Welcome. In some good warm place. Man, come along and we give him a little race. Is that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Kill him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Vigilante man, why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land. Finish. Don't. Baby, be proud of me. <laughs> 